Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. everybody. Welcome back. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with JC, my co-host. Aloha. And our special guest, Erica Martinez-Rose from Tech Rage IT. Hi, thank you for having me. Hey, Erica, as the uh, CEO, the CEO, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, who do you think is responsible for employee connection and engagement? Uh, ultimately, it starts at the top. Um, I think it's being a really small team. I think it's so important that um, we, we as a team, as the executives, um, figure out ways to make sure we're communicating and we're engaging our team members. Um, and it's a struggle because we're trying to grow the business, um, but we need to make sure the people who are actually in the day-to-day grind um, feel involved. Um, welcomed, engaged, um, because they're the front line. So it doesn't matter what we do as executives if we don't have a team to support our clients. Yeah, we don't have a business. You would would think that would be um, pretty obvious, right? But but you'd be surprised how many businesses don't get that and um, have turnover because of that and then have, you know, bad reviews all over the internet because of that. (laughs) No matter what your size is, it, it, it does start at the top. And you can't have these secret conversations and big companies with the secret leadership team and, you know, roll out these initiatives, but never really explain it to every other layer of management and, and team leads. Super yeah. important. And we're small right now where we don't have middle management. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that my partner and I really need to be um, strategic about and very intentional about because eventually we're going to get more and more um, not disconnected, but we're just going to have so much layers in between that we want to make sure it trickles down, like you said. Yeah, there's this um, there's this chart that I use in some of my trainings when I'm talking about emotional intelligence and empathy, and um, I'm trying to I forget who it's from, but there's it's a it's a like a, a chart a graph and it shows that the further you get away from the bat the the front line as a manager you are testing and seen as having less empathy and less emotional intelligence and it's because you're dealing with numbers and budgets and plans and you're not dealing with people you're not dealing with your people you know so maybe your customers might think that you're great but your people are like this person has no clue what's going on and they don't they're not you know empathetic to me so everyone who's listening today if you've got even just one supervisor under you you need to know that you need to you know, step up the game and, and stay in the game and not throw that all on the, the managers and the supervisors and the team leads. What do you think, JC? You know, interestingly, with employee engagement, too, in that type of scenario, depending on the environment that you're fostering, you could actually wind up receiving positive feedback from those people in the front lines if they're feeling disenfranchised or if they have a great idea on how to improve something, depending on the way that you are within your culture and 
and also explaining a little bit how things do change the further up the food chain is. And you leave that door open and you truly emphasize that it isn't just the proverbial door that's open. My door is literally open. Like during yeah. the day, I'm not locking it. I'm working from home. Just walk in the front door. No, don't do that. Yeah. Please don't walk in my house. <laughs> now, jokes aside, though, let them know they can come to you with the ideas or the responsible parties along the way throughout that chain, right? You could receive amazing feedback that takes that engagement level to new heights right then and there just by reinforcing the fact that you are vulnerable, open to communication, and you hear them. It's it's yeah. uh, attacked, should you decide. Absolutely. I wanted to uh, uh, read this from, um, it's a company called octanner.com, and they did a global cultural report this year. And the funny thing, this article that I'm looking at, it says, you know, engagement is not a measure of actual work. And it, it goes on to say, ask four different people at any or organization what engagement means, and you're likely to get four different answers. Uh, some leaders say it defines um, effort. Some HR leaders were saying it's the KPI of employee effort that senior leaders care about. Other people said it depends on how happy employees are. Employees are. Employees said it was about how the work was done. So it's just so interesting. Like these terms are so generic. Yeah. And so, you know, the biggest thing I want our, our listeners to hear today is that when you're talking about employee engagement and you're talking about employee connection, productivity, whatever it is, Define what that means to the people sitting in that conversation. Because if, if you came from another company, it may mean something else. Um, typically, you know, highly engaged employees do not just their work, but they do work um, that they're that's outside their job descriptions because they care about the job and they care about the company. However, what we're seeing nowadays, and I don't like the term quiet quitting, I actually despise that term. Um, what we are seeing now, though, is people are saying, you know what, I'm doing my job and I'm doing it well, and then I'm going home. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't think that should, you know, we should label somebody as unengaged because they're doing their job. What are your thoughts, Erica, JC? Um, I agree. We have a culture of again, being very productive during your shift because um, we want our employees to go home on time. We don't want them working um, after hours. However, there is an understanding that we are in the service industry. We do have responsibilities for on-call um, or after hours. Um, but we set those expectations from the beginning and normally uh, IT um, professionals understand that, that, that they right. do know there's going to be after hours work because of the nature of the business. Um, one thing we are very firm on is, um, being on time, going to lunch on time, coming back from lunch on time, but you go home on time too. So that's, that's where we are is we're a small team. And again, our clients are depending on us. Um, so those core hours are very important. Um, but Again, we, we we want them to go home and, and not fear taking time off. That's that's something that we we're trying to give them time off. Like take it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't want them burnt out. 
No, not at all. And, and that's something that we're being more intentional about of, okay, the holidays are coming. What are you guys are going to, what, what are you doing? Don't wait till the last day to take your time off. Cause then we can't have everybody off. Do, you know, look at your, look at the quarter. What day do you want to take off? Um, and encourage them and let them know it's okay. Yeah, it really is. Be surprised. I, I, you don't have to ask me twice to take a day off. Um, but that took me a long time, really, till recently, to be quite honest, to learn because I am a workaholic. I like what I do. Um, and uh, I really do like vacation, though. <laughs> and I'm sure other people do, too. But other people may say, I don't have time or the money to go on vacation. But, you know, you don't need to get on a plane and go somewhere. You can just take a day off and, you know, relax at, at, in your pool, your backyard or, um, on the ski slopes if you're up North. Go ahead, JC. Yeah, no, th this one's going to be a question to both of you actually, because both of you are, are strong women running your own businesses. When do you take time off? That's the question. When do you step away? <laughs> you know, it does sound very hypocritical of me of telling people take time off and, and we don't, um, I do. I do. I do. I'm so jealous. Um, what's the secret? Because, um, you know, I, I w this is what we got into. Um, we're, we're trying to grow our business. Um, and it's, it's a give and take, um, yeah. you know, it, it, we're really trying to stop working on the weekends. Yeah. That's yeah. to me, yeah. my vacation right now and my baby step. Um, and then again, we just want to make sure that our team is set up to be successful, um, be um, autonomous so we can step away from them. Um, yeah. Right now it's that fear of leaving and they don't have all the answers, um, but we have to leave to make sure that we can see if they know all the answers. Right. So it's kind of that right. give and take of, 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 of doing that. Um, one thing really we're cognizant, one thing we're cognizant of is not sending emails um, after hours. Um, not sending team messages after hours, um, trying to schedule those. So they go out during business hours. Um, cause we don't want to set that example of, you know, we're just always working. And then, um, you know, everyone has, has tools on their phone. We don't want them to feel obligated to respond. Um, so that's something we're, we're trying to be careful about. Awesome. Well, let me just tell you real quick uh, how I got into taking time off. And it was uh, definitely uh, post post uh, the major part of COVID, um, because like you, you know, I own my own business and I'm a, a team of one with a few contractors. And so I always feel like, oh, my customers need me 24 seven. Well, it turns out my customers um, well, the remaining customers aren't jerks and they understand that I am a human and have a life. And so, um, I fired some clients that were abusing me and it was the best thing ever. Um, and then I put it on my calendar that, nope, I'm going to be taking these days off. And then I tell my friends and who could hold me accountable because nobody else can. So, uh, that's, you know, very important to plan it and and put it on your calendar share it with somebody and then let your employees your coworkers, your partners whoever hold you accountable with that all right so we have one more session of this podcast that i want to talk a little bit more about advice for companies who are just diving into engagement and connection programs we'll be right back thank you for joining the hr empowerment podcast brought to you by aurora training advantage we hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. 
We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.